time for the Rural News. Now with Maya Burry in Ōtautahi. Kia ora Maya, and the land is becoming critically dry in parts of Otago. Kia ora Mani. Yes, it's got to the point where the government is being encouraged to formally acknowledge the drought in Otago as an adverse event. Niwa's latest hotspot report shows there's dry to extremely dry conditions across much of Southland, South Canterbury and Otago, and portions of eastern Otago are experiencing meteorological drought. Federated Farmers Provincial President Mark Patterson says he would support the government declaring the drought an adverse event, as while there's been rain in parts of the region, some areas are critically dry and the declaration would acknowledge those challenges. Waipahi farmer Logan Wallace says many farmers are buying in feed and selling stock at lighter weights just to reduce stock numbers. He says despite the soil at his place being very dry, paddocks do still have a green tinge, but just 10 kilometres down the road near Balclutha, the situation is more acute. Feed is running out rapidly. It is it is patchy. It depend, depends on whether you picked up a thunderstorm Back in January or February, if you picked up one of those, you're not quite as bad as the areas that didn't and where they haven't picked up a thunderstorm, they're starting to get quite tight. Wallace says the dry isn't comparable to the impacts of Cyclone Gabriel, but it is still a challenging situation. The Agriculture Minister, Damien O'Connor, says he is getting regular updates and is relying on advice from people on the ground. To up north now, and work is underway to establish a road through a farm in Tairawhiti so stock trucks and heavy machinery can reach Tokumaru Bay. Cyclone Gabriel caused significant damage to State Highway 35 at Mangahoani and the Hikawai Bridge was washed away. Federated Farmers Transport spokesperson Mark Hooper says a proposal for a Bailey Bridge would only restore access to light vehicles and won't enable stock movement or heavy trucks to bring supplies in and out. So, he says, the local community is coming up with its own solution. There's a number of Māori incorporations that have the land in that area and um, and this just, uh, from what I've heard, came about in various conversations saying, hey, uh, there's an old there's an old route here that used to be used and, and everyone kind of knew about it and it's still partially used by the farm, um, Poro Incorporated. Um, and so so it was an old route that was there before the three bridges um, were put in place. And so really it's just, it seemed logical, I guess, to the locals to, hey, well, let's reopen that, um, that old route and get... Um, and get transport moving through here again. And that's what seems to initiate it. Mark Cooper says landowners have spoken to Waka Kotahi, which is investigating if it can support the work. It's time now to get the latest from the sale yards around the country, and I spoke to our regular guest, Suze Bremner, from AgriHQ, a little earlier today. Kia ora, Suze, and our lamb sales, they're a bit of a talking point this week. They sure are. So someone has put a firecracker under the store lamb market. Despite it being very dry in the South Island regions, they actually had a bit of freshening rain and that helped bring some spark back into the lamb pens. And then at fielding last Friday, 8,700 lambs were offered and it was actually the medium to good lambs that were expensive shopping at 115 to $130 for most. But even the cheaper lambs were actually making around the $80 mark. There are, however, 17,500 lambs advertised at fielding today, 
So we'll see how the market holds up on a bigger yarding. Mm, and um, so some better prices for cattle too. And so again, we did have some big cattle sales that were talking points this week. Rangiruru hosted 830 R3 traditional and exotic steers from Mauranga Station in Matawai, which these would usually be offered at Matafero. It was a super sale and, and attracted buyers from Waikato, Hawke's Bay and Manawatu. So a grass market combined with the high demand for these really top quality cattle, that pushed the prices up and Angus and Angus Hereford made $3.51 to $3.64 a kilo, while the Herefords were $3.38 to $3.51 a kilo. But the top price was reserved for a line of Charolais, which um, reached $3.73. And also the very popular Southern Man sale was on this week at Lawnville, and today the R2 dairy beef cattle were offered, but the traditionals sold on Wednesday. So the buyers for the traditionals came from Otago, Canterbury, and even the North Island. Uh, the top Angus steers made $3.14 to $3.22 a kilo, and most of the heifers sold for $2.72 to $2.84. And just lastly, anything else worth keeping an eye out for? Well, it is supposed to be beef wiener fair season, but the cyclone has delayed that start just ever so slightly. But we are all going next week. I just did a bit of a count up before, actually, and there are eight beef and dairy beef steers in the North Island this week. Um, several of those sales are in Northland and then at Frankton, Taupo, Rangiuru, Stortford Lodge and Tikawiri. So it's going to be pretty noisy at those yards. (laughs) Definitely. Thanks, Suze. Suze Bremner there. New Zealand beer drinkers will get to try a new locally bred hop variety this year. NZ Hops, a cooperative with 27 growers, has named the hop Superdalic. And NZ Hops General Manager Blair Stewart told Susan Murray it's exciting to have a new product to work with. It takes about 10 years to bring a new variety through to the market and through that process uh, and, and partnership with Plant and Food. Uh, we have a number of um, varieties in the background that we're constantly trialling and trialling with uh, some of our brewing partners. And this is one that you know stood out from early on. And so we're really excited to bring this to the market. What are its particular profiles? Quite unique. In this one, you'll see more notes of um, like berries coming through, um, uh, topical punches coming in. But also hop that not only that plays well on its own, but seems to be that it's a hop that heightens the um, qualities of other hops that it's brewed alongside. Yet some people say it's a bit like a chameleon, depending on what it's brewed with, uh, depends on what's, what comes through. And the hop harvest is underway in the Tasman region. And that wraps up the rural news for this week. Koera te porongo o te tai whenua.